0: So, welcome to episode number 78 of The Space in Between. And we have a special guest. Our Nomad senior teacher, Juan Carlos, is going to be joining me in a moment. And it's a nice long one. So, I'm not going to spend too much time here, but just wanted to let you know what's happening in Nomadland. Um, We are offering morning practices every day, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. I'm calling them our morning rituals because I feel that during this time, especially as things are opening up again and we're trying to find our way to new normal, it's important to have some sort of normalcy in the midst of the transition and so I will be there for you our nomad teachers will be there for you I'm actually with you all week long I'll be offering my movement practices Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8 a.m. but then this week I'm offering a nomad yoga class at 8 a.m. and on Wednesday and a meditation on Friday at 8 a.m. so would love to see you there we have this schedule happening uh, every week with um, a guest nomad teacher on Wednesdays and Fridays And also over at the Facebook group, Nomad and Beyond Festival, we'll be hosting live meditations on Mondays at 8 a.m. So everything else is happening over at Zoom, but you can find us in social media and Instagram and and Facebook. So we'd love to see you. love to have you in practice. Go to visit nomadalwaysatome.com to find out more. And now let's go ahead and sit with Juan Carlos. Okay, so I am here with Juan Carlos, and we have known each other for a good long time in the yoga world.
1: (laughs) (coughs) The yoga world. The
0: yoga world, and we've become friends and colleagues, and you are also a fellow senior nomad teacher. Yeah, yeah. And that's our connection. So tell me, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing good um I'm you know we were just talking
2: yes
1: before while I was having my breakfast and I didn't want to be unprofessional (laughs) be chewing while I'm talking uh on the recording but but you know I was talking about churning of leaves and you know years ago I I did this um this writing workshop it was a three-day writing intensive um and it was based in a practice that I've seen in different spaces in different ways so I don't want to necessarily say I got it from here because there's different places that I kind of put it together and the writing practice in essence is a sit for meditation move do some movement and then write but then the intention is that you're not writing with the in, with with the focus of creating something you're writing to churn the leaves to find the gems in the leaves and so for me you know that's kind of how I felt our conversation was going I was like oh let's let me eat this breakfast and we'll we'll turn the leaves a little bit and we'll find the gems in there. So my hope is that we'll have some gems from this conversation. Yeah. (laughs) Um, My hope is that, you know, somehow this will be of service. I'm of, I'm of of the firm belief that that which we need to hear, we do That which needs to be said is um, especially if we are listening actively to our hearts. And so while I'm recording this with you actively sitting here, Um, feeling uh, what my heart needs to say. And I just wanted to share that sometimes we need to allow the leaves to be churned to find the gems and that's okay. Especially, you know, uh, this, this may turn into a very brief vent session, but I'll come back. Right.
0: You always come back (laughs)
1: right right now. One of my most frustrating things is having every conversation with everybody, noticing that every conversation I have with somebody or the TV or the news or the next commercial, it's always, these difficult times and, mm. and, and and yes there are difficult times absolutely there are very difficult times but can we have a break for a moment like can we can we breathe <laughs> for a moment like can we why do we have you know like you know, every single moment is like well because you, you know you got to remember you know this, yeah. this, this, this is, it's a crazy world it's like we know that we feel that we're, we're all this collective unconscious is very present and very aware and so you know I think it's important to to be mindful and then be present as best as we can. I know that you know we're doing the best we can with what we have and so so as I'm sitting here I'm thinking like what needs to be said and, and and I know that it'll somehow be said you know I you you mentioned earlier we've known each other for a number of years um, and I remember the first time I met you I was like oh my gosh she seems like such a cool person because um, you had just come into the yoga studio to take a class with me and then I think you mentioned oh yeah, I'm a yoga teacher when you were signing up. And then immediately my mind went to judgment zone and catching myself. Like, is she like in the class? She's a fellow teacher. I want this to be of service to her. Um, and then, you know, as the years progressed, coming back to kind of like the, the essence of what I'm saying as the years have progressed, I've I've entered more into a state of life where, you know, I'm, I'm doing the best I can. Um, and I'm turning the leaves and we're seeing what comes up and, and you know hopefully it's of service and I do my best uh to to speak and to do work that is of service to somehow um somehow some way to to others and and so I'm glad to be on this episode I'm I'm excited um to be uh on this call and this recording um, and I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes. That's that's in essence my intro. You know, I you know we'll we'll see where we you know you'd ask me before like is there a specific theme or topic that I want to focus on? I'm like, no, nah, I think maybe we just kind of do our thing. You know, yeah. there's a there's a there's a intuitive flow of conversation that I think you and I have had over the years where yes. we'll start one one place and then we'll meander and then we'll be like there and we'll each <laughs> leave with something and we're like that's what it was, you know? So we'll see what happens on the call.
0: Yeah, there's so much there. I'll 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 kind of respond to yeah, meeting you. And I and we've had this conversation. I didn't tell you at the time, but I was coming because I was in search of yoga teachers to come mm-hmm. to my yoga program. And yeah. yeah, you were definitely somebody I was kind of looking at or whatever, but I didn't tell you that. And it's so funny because I never I never I never um, felt that you were in that judgment zone, as you said. I never mm-hmm. had that. It was just our our stars weren't aligned. I remember kind of talking to you and something. You were going in a different direction. And sure. it was just yeah. so interesting how we did. This has just been our relationship with um, mm-hmm. knowing each other, but also the discussions. Like you said, we start somewhere, we go somewhere else, and then we end up like in the same place in yeah. like a really beautiful way. And that's sort of what our relationship has evolved into because – I had that intention of working with you. You didn't know that. A couple mm-hmm. years went by and then you reached out to me to to come on board with Nomad and yeah. I thought, yeah, I that's what my intention was this whole time, but it was a different pre-yoga program. So, I yeah, love yeah. that we do. I, and and as soon as we sit down, I'm always thinking, why didn't we record that?
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cuz
0: there's so many gems I just I think that we do are able to drop down in a really beautiful place um you create that space and for for me too and i i'm i'm gathering that i'm able to hold that space for you too so i love that we can capture that for other people today
1: absolutely i i think it's so important um you know we 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 were just talking beforehand and i was talking about how one of the individuals that i listened to talks about um the importance of health wealth and relationships Mm. and i think in this time, right, in this, yeah. during this difficult time, <laughs> we're, 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 and I'm not joking, it is I a know. difficult time, but you know, I'm, I'm kind of joking about what I said earlier. But um, during this period, I think it's an opportunity, and that's part of what one of the gems that were coming out for me earlier. It's an opportunity for us to look at our health, wealth, and relationships and, and where yeah. those stand and where people play a, a, a role in our life. A friend yeah. of mine recently started doing a, a podcast on plant life um, and and creating connections between plants and how we live, and she mentioned she you know she had this amazing episode where she starts talking about protecting the plants from parasites and being aware of where your energy is being removed rather than built. And you know you're one of those individuals in my life that I feel that we we, we only get to talk I, I want just because of the way life meanders us maybe three five times a year you mm-hmm. know yeah. unless we're working on a project for you know a couple of weeks. But each time, I'm again. It goes back to like I'll leave the conversation like, yeah, that's that's what it was. That's that's what I needed to take away from this conversation. That's that's what I'm going to bring out into the world. Um, and I think that's an opportunity again now for folks to have like, okay, this is where we are. This is this is our current reality. And and this is kind of like a shift that I went into over the past couple weeks. At first, it was I went into you know. Uh, old mind of like I need to protect I need to be safe right of course, um, but then it became very okay. This is where I'm at. There's a, there's a shift happening. Where's the new normal? And and I think I'm entering me. I'm entering a new normal in my life where I, I, I'm I'm looking at pieces of my health, wealth, and relationships that I hadn't looked at before. Mm. Um, it's given me an opportunity to have sort of a a cocoon. I, I'm very fortunate and privileged that I have a safe home, and that I have uh, abundance of, of food. And um, these are things that I can have available to me and not need to focus on building or crewing. Uh, instead, I've had the gift of just pausing and looking at trees and, and just thinking, well, what do my relationships look like? And what what can I modify with regards to health? And, and where am I pushing myself in places that I don't need to push? Where do i need to step up and, and the places that i need to step up and and one of those places has been my relationships and and finding ways to to nurture those that need to be nurtured and to accept that some some need to be let go of um yeah. some need to be accepted um that the time has transitioned you know we there's that phrase everybody's in your life for a reason a season or a lifetime um and i feel like our friendship has been like multiple seasons, you know, like, (laughs) you you know, we've been in each other's lives, but, but, you know, it's been multiple seasons kind of to see what's, what's coming up anew, what, you know, what new gems can we find in the leaves?
0: Yeah. Well, it's interesting. You said that because I was thinking of you, uh, I think it was just yesterday and, and we did a talk for Nomad. We did a Nomad talk about time as a spiral. And, and I was, and I, and time has definitely been coming up a lot for me, not just because of where we are with the, you know, being in lockdown, um, right now. And, and like you said, being in our own cocoon and looking at things in a different perspective. But even prior to that, I was also looking at how we see time and, uh, and what my teacher who you studied with too, Elizabeth, Andy's Mm bell, I've been studying with her again. And she's talking about, we're about to see experience rather experience the fourth dimension being time Mm -hmm. in a whole different way and we see we always see when there's some sort of transformation we always see it in art first it's always being reflected in art first and then our collective consciousness actually you know catches up with it to a certain extent and so I was I was thinking just yesterday about time as a spiral because that's what we were looking at and what you just said of we have had many seasons together and I almost Mm -hmm. feel like we sometimes we somehow align on that same little spiral moment yeah and check in again and then we go on our own spiral and we come back around to that little check-in that little nudge that is Juan Carlos and Phoebe time
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and that's that spiral very much is like it's an opportunity to ask the question okay what what is there to learn now you know yeah. what, what's what's new piece for me to learn I'm here again right so so what am I to learn now so so for me, I, I've come to the realization that, you know, as a young boy, having a father pass away, um, my father had um, uh, a, a disease that he needed to be very mindful of how he ate. He needed to be mindful of his physical activity. Mm. And so that that truly resonated with me as I've gotten older. And so, I'm, you know, somebody recently told me, you're very disciplined. I'm like, mm, okay, discipline is one way to look at it, but I've realized that, it, it, it was guided by, oftentimes by fear. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, I need to drink this much water. I need to practice yoga. I need to, you know, go for a jog, but not too hard. Don't run too fast. Don't hurt your knee, you know, like all this. Back. And I've come more into a place, um, you know, maybe this is just the age that I'm into in my life where it's more like, well, these are the things that I do for self-care and these are the things that I do for self-cultivation. Um, which is the difference between the two self-care is more so like what I do to take care of myself now. That's what many of us are doing. Self-cultivation is what am I doing for myself to grow so that I can mm-hmm. expand and be expansive. And so it's become more like, you know, finding not getting lost in the fear of, you know, what's occurring around me or within me or getting guided by, or allow myself to be guided by the anxiety instead utilizing that as a piece of awareness. It's like, Hmm, there's anxiety here, so clearly there's something for me to be aware of. This mm-hmm. is a this is a natural biolog- neurobiological alarm system that is telling me pay attention to this. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, again, what, coming back to the spiral as we go around in, in our lives and in this spiral-like motion, um, sometimes meandering out of the spiral, but we often come back to certain points that tell us there's something to learn here. There, there's something to be aware of. And um, I think what has come up for me fairly recently has been you know the the honoring of this life this gift you know before we we started recording something that I shared with you is for for a number of years I, I would share my presentations and even even in the psychology classes that I teach um, um, or my yoga classes like you know how precious this life is and how we've really get, you know, one go at this, uh, you know, unless you believe in other practices like um, reality says such as a resurrection, but we get a go at, at this body in this time in this way. You know, there's one Phoebe in the world. There's other folks named Phoebe. There may be even some doppelgangers of Phoebe that <laughs> looks similar to Phoebe, but there's only one true you. And so how we bring that, how you bring that out into the world is very precious uh, and it's very important to be aware of, but again, not from a place of fear, not from a place of um, anxiety, more so from a place of like, okay, so how am I going to live? And so Mm -hmm. the question for me has been, okay, so how do I live now? How do I honor my body? How do I honor my life? How do I self-care? How do I practice self-cultivation? How do I honor honor my physical and mental health? And how do I accept the reality of no control (laughs) you know i'm not gonna say little control but but no control because it's 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 a truth and a reality you know one of the things that i was saying earlier is that one of the challenges i've had is i've had to look at relationships and honor different perspectives on how to manage and how to experience this time now um and understand that it's not about this life is not about putting all the pieces of the puzzle together it's more like playing with the puzzle pieces and saying, "Oh, there's 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 a puzzle. Okay, let's let's figure it out. You know, like yeah. let us see where this puzzle takes us." And I think, you know, going back to what you were saying about the spiral, our friendship, our relationship, I think that's kind of like been the puzzle pieces. Every now and then, we, we we you and I were open to the play of the puzzles and we see what comes up. And I think that's something that we can adopt in our lives right now: the opportunity to see, hmm, it's not so much trying desperately to see where this piece fits. It's more so like playing with each other and and seeing where things go, where things take you, you know, connecting with somebody via Zoom that you haven't talked to in a while, or another, you know, um, tele- video conferencing system, calling somebody, writing a letter, um, you know, something that the ancients would do, actually write a letter with a pen. <laughs> you know, no. and, and, and send it to somebody and see what happens. And so I think we're being called and by we i mean all of us are we're called right now to to look at things differently and and yeah. you know i, I want to emphasize it's an opportunity i know not all of us are going to look at that um, but you mentioned the collective consciousness i think there's a collective consciousness right now of for, for many folks of anxiety uh, rightfully so there, yeah. there's a lot to be anxious right but but coming back to what i said earlier that anxiety is a neurobiological alarm system saying, Hey, pay attention to this. So, in essence, we're being called to, in a collective way, to pay attention to some things that we haven't paid attention to before. Yeah. You know, so there's a dog outside barking. So <laughs> it's all
0: good. There was a fox outside of my window just a moment ago.
1: You've got a lot going on over there. There's know. a buddy. Is a fox, Is a grandma.
0: I have my hair kind of in my face and I thought a car was driving by as you're talking, not to be distracted. But I was like, wait, that's not a street. That's my grandma's yard. And I look and there is a fox, like literally like 10 feet away from my window.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And that's that's something we said earlier before we started recording too, you know, we, you know, I, in our home, my wife and I, we've been very aware of nature around us. I will be talking to each other and all of a sudden one of us will stop and say, what, you know, what happened? but there's a bunny, there's a bunny outside, you know? And and what's interesting again, and, and I know that animals are definitely out more now because we're not out, you know, kind of like getting in their space, right? Yeah. But, but, I, but I also have a strong feeling that that bunny has been coming around for a while, you know, yeah. or at least that family of bunnies or members of that family has been coming around for a while and we're just now noticing it. And we've been in this home for maybe three plus years. Yeah. We haven't noticed as many... Bunnies. We haven't noticed as many groundhogs around here. I don't, I haven't seen a fox, but but again, I think we're being called to be aware, to, to be aware of each other, to be aware of relationships, to be aware of where we are within our lives. And we're gifted an opportunity to, you know, maybe we we pull that lever and and switch the train tracks a little bit. Yeah. Maybe we we open ourselves a little bit more to each other. You know, I, you know, you know, folks are saying that's their hope that this world will be brought further together. And you know, I don't know how. Possibly, we could be brought further together. I think it's more so a matter of like maybe being kinder to each other, or more accepting yeah. to each other. You know, because I think, like an infection, um, things get worse before they get better. You know, take the antibiotic and you start to get sick, sticker, and then you start to heal. Mm. And I think right now we've been very keenly aware of xenophobia that we've ignored, politicians that we put into yeah. positions of trust that we may not be. Um, as trusting right now um uh, missing things that we hadn't seen before relationships that we hadn't nurtured before um practices that we haven't nurtured before you know everywhere folks that I've never been known to do exercise in general or even enjoy exercise are like I'm doing some home workouts I'm like that's great <laughs> so the question is can we keep that you know yes. can we keep this 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 self-care so that we can be healthier holistically and um you know, have healthier bodies and healthier minds for each other.
0: Oh, there's so much there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to kind of go back to what you were saying before of just, I feel like just hearing you speak, like you said, we we only check in maybe like three to four times a year. And you always are very grounded. you always seem to be an anchor for me when we have these moments where we connect but i'm just speaking with you today i feel like you are even more grounded mm. and more at peace and i've been thinking about this with my other you know fellow friends who have been doing this work we've been doing this what people what this heightened state of anxiety that a lot of people are feeling is sort of what we've already been going through it's like i've been yeah. here <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. you know when and so i can't remember when i was driving i was listening to a podcast and that might have been the one that we were speaking of earlier of how you know this person was talking about being an artist and how uh it's always been uncertain right artists are independent contractors to a certain yeah. extent right we're out there Uh, doing the hustle, never knowing what the next paycheck will be. We're living project to project. And you and I have definitely been doing that through yoga, but then also through our various arts. And I was just thinking, oh, welcome to the club, everybody. This is how I live (laughs) and uh, all these other things. And it's it. And I feel like we are in a really great place. I'm so grateful, too, that I am able to live with my grandmother right now and not have to worry about the financial piece of it. And I can Mm -hmm. really focus on being of service to others and and doing my my work of noticing more. Like you said, we're noticing we're just noticing more. There is this big reveal that is happening right now and it could be the beauty of bunnies outside your window or -hmm. it could be like you said politicians they've been kind of dirty this whole time Mm -hmm. (laughs) and a lot of people are you know just now opening their eyes to it so i feel in some way that you and i and a lot of other people in in our service you know the world of service have been preparing for this Mm -hmm. so that we can be holding that space for others um so I just wanted to kind of reflect that back to you, because I definitely feel that from you right now, hearing you speak again.
1: Yeah, I, I texted a friend the other day, and this is, a, this, is a, this is a colleague friend. And this individual, you know, is a very strong individual and recently went through some stuff and said, I'm fine. I don't need check-ins or anything like that. And mm. my heart just said, "Yeah, I don't care. I'm gonna send. A, I'm gonna send a text. At, at, at minimum, I'm gonna send a text. If it becomes a phone call or Zoom, great." Um, and so I sent a message saying, "I know you're okay, um, um, but some of us are not okay. And if you're not okay, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, feel free to reach out um, because the world is crazy right now." But the world's always been crazy. We've just been aware of it. Yeah, we've just really been very aware of it right now, and I think that's that's a reality uh, right now. You know, years ago it, I was in a hip hop poetry group, you know, um, and w- what it, we had, we we, we we took a lot of poetic uh, liberties uh, with our music and our albums. Um, mm-hmm. And one of the tracks we had on album was an interaction with somebody that's completely unaware of this major you know, apocalyptic war that's happening. And you hear missiles in the background and you hear somebody screaming. He's like, don't you know what's been going on? And the other guy's like, no, I don't, what are you talking about? And I, and I feel right now that there's an opportunity for folks. And again, it's not everybody, not, not every light bulb is going to go off, right? And, and, I, and I'm not being critical either. Uh, everyone is living their journey in their own way. Everyone has some kind of role in this world. And I think more so now, more of us are having those light bulbs lit to, to see things. It's almost like in Puerto Rico, it was funny because if, 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 you know, when it was the evening, you wouldn't notice the hundreds of bugs in your home, but if you turn on the light bulb, you're like, Whoa, we need to get these bugs out of here. You know, like, it's just, it's just kind of like that. And so I feel like that's kind of what's happening right now. We're just kind of living with all these bugs around us and somehow, some way a light bulb has been lit and we're paying attention. You know, if, climate change, right? People that weren't paying attention to climate change, people weren't, um, you know, I don't even wanna get into the science of it or anything like that or the politics of it. But the average person that wasn't paying attention to it now is noticing, wait, we haven't been outside. A a large portion of the world population has not been outside for much. And things are changing exponentially. Like Mm -hmm. animals are taking over, land is taking over, pollution is is decreasing drastically. Mm -hmm. Parts of the world that could not be seen before because of smog, can be seen now. And it's been weeks, you know? And and so we're looking at our life changes, right? Like, oh my God, so much has changed for me in a few weeks. Yes, this is very true. And the planet, so much has changed for the planet in general. So again, it's this very collective, very connected um, opportunity for us to see ourselves um, as human beings, you know? I work in higher education, um, so you know I'm I, I'm an assistant director of leadership and multicultural programs. I, I oversee the leadership and multicultural programs for this community college. Um, I teach some psychology classes and I teach some first-year seminar classes as well. And um, you know, uh, whenever I do presentations with colleagues, specifically, I know know that higher professionals, be it faculty members, be it staff, we have we have firmly. And strongly and intentionally developed our critical thinking in our minds, right? For the average person. And it's very difficult for individuals in higher education to step out of their minds for a little bit and enter into their heart. Mm. And so something I try to bring in higher education is not push them down deep into the heart, but kind of like nudge them maybe to their forehead a, <laughs> a little bit, like come down to your eye level. Maybe you'll get down to your cheekbones in a couple weeks. But <laughs> something I always like to tell folks is, hey, yeah, we work with students, but they're people. <laughs> you know, and, and I'll, I'll repeat that. I'm like, because you know, there's often like, well there are students, they should know and they, there's this expectation of students. And when I was a student, I'm like, yeah, and they're people. and, and we're all people. And, and I think right now we're, we're in this tra- in this tragedy and this challenge and this difficulty of shift, in this discomfort. We're being gifted the opportunity to see, oh, these are people. Nurses, doctors that Mm -hmm. are overworked, were overworked before, and even more work now, they're people. You know, Mm -hmm. police officers, fire department workers, military personnel, these people that are doing things that you and I don't want to have to do, um, they're people, and and they're living lives as people. And the person across the street from me is a person, and I want to honor that person by being a physical distance away because I I don't want to harm that person, you know, and I don't want to be harmed by that person unintentionally, you know? So, Mm -hmm. so my point is, you know, we can look at life right now, of course, and be like, Oh man, look at, look at what we've become. Look at what's happened. Or we can notice that my crossing the street and waving at you. Good morning is a gift. Mm -hmm. Like I'm saying, I care. I don't even know you. And I care about you. um, You know, and I, I think that's an opportunity we haven't had, um, um, planetarily, if that's a word, uh, to 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 come together and see people in a different way. And I think as we're looking at ourselves in a different way, we can see each other in a different way. We can see our relationships with each other in a different way. And I think that comes back to, you know, that spiral. Like, what are we being taught right now? What what is the lesson? What is the opportunity? You know, what is it about me? that you find grounding, you know, what is it about me that finds you as somebody in my life that brings out the gems that every, every time we're done talking, um, you know, I, I leave and I'm like, it's like three, four five days of being productive with some project or idea Ooh. that just came from me, you know? And, and I think that again, it's an opportunity for us to look at what am I being taught right now? Mm. And, and what is the gift? What is the gem? Something I often like to bring to, to students that I work with, um, um, you know, be it in, on a yoga mat, um, be it in a classroom, the people that I interact with. Um, uh, I, I, there's, you know, the understanding of we have these butterflies that are beautiful, but they have to go through a very uncomfortable process. You know, they, they live their life as a caterpillar, and then like, oh, life is great. I'm a caterpillar. Oh, look at this leaf, kind of living my life. <laughs> And then they have to get into this cocoon, get stiff, and then they turn into mush. And that's, mm-hmm. that's got to be uncomfortable. You know, It's, it's got to be uncomfortable. that you go from one life to another. And out of it, out of that opportunity, if all goes well, comes this beautiful butterfly. And so I'm, I'm doing my best. Years ago, I saw a documentary where a woman was asked. She lived the Holocaust, and um, she was super sweet and kind and, and, and smiling. And the person interviewing her said, how could you be so happy? You've seen so many dark things in the world, and she very frankly said, "Oh, I know that there's darkness, but I look at the light." And you know, Dr. King talked about, you know, only darkness cannot remove darkness; only light can do that. And so, what I'm doing right now—a few weeks ago, I wasn't doing that. You know, a few weeks ago, I was in a state of anxiety. Um, But what I'm doing right now is looking at, "Oh, this is an opportunity," and and from this can come something beautiful. And even if it's just you and my friendship, you know, it enters another dimension. You know, mm. my my connection with my wife enters another level. Trust me, we've had conversations we haven't had that we've been needing to have. You know, okay. we've had no choice but to have them. And it's been healing. You know, my mother and I, we've connected in, in a different way. We go on morning walks. And mm. she, she gets excited when I come downstairs. I'm like, you want to go for a walk? And she's like, okay. You know, and, and, you know. so it's, it's looking at what these opportunities are that has been keeping me grounded you know of course a few weeks ago I was walking around in a state of anxiety and I was looking at the news constantly and 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 looking for hope and my brain was looking for answers my brain was looking for clarity but then I found that the the hope and the answers weren't on my phone they weren't hmm. on the newscast. they were as they were the same place they always are um, which is within me which is it within my heart not necessarily within my mind but within my heart and my mind, allowing my mind to interpret what my heart is telling me. So so I'm glad that I somehow offer you a sense of groundedness. Know that I, too, am human and that mm-hmm. that's where I'm at today. And that I'm accepting that maybe this afternoon I may not be cool. Yeah. You know, maybe it'll, it'll be different. And that's okay.
0: Yeah. It is definitely a moment-to-moment check-in. When you were just speaking about the caterpillar and it turning into, like, in the cocoon and mush... I'm thinking about, you know where we're all at in sort of our cocoons, too, and okay. how you know, from mush to the the butterfly, they have to, you know, feel that resistance against the cat yeah. the the cocoon, and they have they have that's what gives them the strength to build the wings and to fly. Mm-hmm. And I feel that that's where we're at right now, is that building that resistance, and it sounds like you are, sort of surrendering into the mush, right? (laughs) And feeling, okay, the answers are here within me and I'm building my strength to fly again. Uh, Yeah, that just spoke to me when you were speaking.
1: I have to lean on that word that you just said, surrender. Oh, and the reason reason I'm leaning on that is... So for me, I have different ways of knowing. And, and one of them is I feel something in my heart. Another is my, eye, my eyes get teary. Mm. And when you said surrender, my eyes started I started to water because it's, that's, that's exactly what it's been for me. And it's been a teaching and, and surrendering into this is what is. You know, on yeah. the yoga mat, <coughs> you know, when, when, I, when I would teach and when I would practice, or when I practice, and it gets very, intent, and very, very intense and very heated, I allow myself that opportunity to be like, and now it needs to be child's pose. And if the twenty <laughs> people in the room are doing their vinyasa, that's okay. But right now, for me, it's child's pose, yeah. and that—that and that surrender of letting go, um, of accepting, of of honoring both the truth around me and within me—is important. And that's come. That's been a season I've been in in my life, mm-hmm. and and it's come. It, it, it's even even faster and, and harder at me um during this period of surrender because again so before you know the world got weirder than normal or we became aware of how weird it is we're right aware, my yeah. wife were, my wife and I were on a road trip um you know I drove down with my brother-in-law to Florida my sister and him moved down to Florida and um I said to Sophia you know my wife and I said you know meet me in me Florida we'll do a road trip. I love doing road trips. You've never do a road trip with me. And so as we drove up, we would see people interacting and then we look at the news and we're like, wait, what's happening? You know, like mm-hmm. things are getting very strange and, and whatnot. And the closer I got to New York, the more anxious I became. And like I said, I had a couple of days where when was
0: sorry, you know, when
1: was this? Like what was this was the week before March fifteenth. Okay. Because okay. my birthday was on March fifteenth. And so we were like, let's go and we'll be home by, by March sixteenth. Okay. And and I felt exactly what you just said, that resistance, you know. I want to bring into the space that you were opening your arms, you know. You're yeah. opening your arms to the side when you said that resistance. That's exactly how I felt. I felt like I was bringing my elbows out to the sides and pushing against this cocoon and be like, mm. okay, so I got to do this and I got to do that and I got to make sure this. And then finally I just like, yeah, I just sit in the mush and, and it's going to change and it's going to shift and all I can do is, is be here and be present. and and, um that's that's been a gift for me it's it's been a it's been a true gift it's 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 allowed me to see the change and the shift happening around me and within me um letting go of the resistance you know not fighting it not pushing through it not taking another vinyasa um (laughs) when I don't need to you know not telling myself in mindfulness meditation come on focus 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 instead huh notice interesting how my brain went elsewhere interesting how child's poses of service to me right now interesting how the surrender is most of service to me right now yeah
0: hearing you speak i I wanted i want to go to a topic that we spoke of in our 300 hour teacher training that you would lead on spiritual bypassing
1: yeah (laughs) love this topic
0: yes i know you could talk for days about this because i i do i I i think that this is a place where we could you know an air quote surrender or we could truly surrender and I'm just wondering if you want to speak to that a little bit
1: yeah so so spiritual bypassing so I'm, I'm very I'm, I'm very fortunate in that I was able to study in a quirky school uh, so quirky that mm-hmm. the program that I was in actually has the word quirk in the mission statement which is bringing out the quirk of the individual um so university out of the west uh west coast in california and their their focus their emphasis is transpersonal psychology and um, transpersonal looking at um the other realm of human existence and so the way i like to explain it is you have parapsychology parapsychologists are trying to prove that spirit exists. Transpersonal psychologists, we don't necessarily care if it exists or not. We care the experience that it allows for people to to have. So many psychologists look at body, mind, emotions, excuse me, many psychologists look at body, mind, they look at the relationship between body and emotions. This looks at body, mind, emotions, and spirit. And um, during my studies, we, we spent time looking at the concept of spiritual bypassing, which is very common in Western cultures, and very common in the United States in particular, where individuals will adopt a practice or a spiritual practice, whatever it may be, um, be it follow a guru, a teacher, uh, quote unquote master, um, a quote-unquote master, a religion, a belief system, a practice, and get so lost in that practice that they miss the reality. So, the example is: as long as I practice yoga, everything will be okay. It's like, yeah. And you need a job to to provide for your food, <laughs> you know, food, and 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 you need exercise outside of yoga. That's that's a benefit. Oh, and by the way, some water would be good too. You know, like things that your body needs. So, so looking at the realism of this life as well. Um, not necessarily having the label of negative or positive. Just looking at what is. And so, I think you know, we oftentimes as individuals get lost in that world of spiritual bypassing, whether we realize it or not of, you know, putting blind faith into some activity, some, some belief or some practice missing that that's a part of the experience. So again, body mind emotions that's a part of the human experience yeah. spirit is another part of the human experience as well and i think sometimes we get lost and focusing on the body you know so the example is the person that they, they eat right the person eats right they, they have water they, they drink you know healthy amounts of water they're exercising they're doing um uh, strength training they're doing cardiovascular training they're doing practicing yoga um they're doing all of that but but they, they're not able to have a loving friendship. They're, they're not able to be empathetic to a family member. They, you know, they don't, they feel alone. Or, or the person that is doing very good of mind and is very intellectual and very intelligent and has you know the, a clear understanding of how the world works and how to resolve issues and challenges and a great critical thinker and has history and knowledge but isn't taking care of themselves physically, isn't eating right, Is is, is, is over allowing themselves to be over overextending themselves with regards to eating sugar constantly and by overextending themselves, I mean like really like putting the body out there with the amounts of sugar they're eating. And so <clears throat> transpersonal psychology allows us an opportunity to look at all these parts of ourselves and acknowledge all these parts of ourselves and 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 it, and, and states that, we we don't want to get lost in any of these and and i think many of us can get lost in spirit and and this is an opportunity and a time to to look at that to look at that relationship with spirit what is your belief what is your practice where is your faith so i'm gonna go on a personal route when the craziness started to happen with the you know we're we're driving up what kept coming to me was that was faith like wait a minute where is my faith now um Where is my belief system now? What do I see happening now? Um, And why is this happening in the world? Why is this being allowed to happen? I think that's a word that came up for me that I had to pause and look at. Why is this being allowed to happen? You know, Mm -hmm. as if I have this privilege that not us, not here, not now, not 2020, (laughs) not during my generation. No, that happened in the 50s or before then with, you know, um, other plagues and whatnot, but not now. And, and I think that what's come for me is like, again, it's, it's an opportunity. It's, it's, it's a way to look at things differently and it's, it's an opportunity to not get lost um, and to look at faith and what is it for me today? What does it look like? What does it feel like? Is faith a transactional experience between me and a higher power that I say, I've done everything right. So then of course, therefore you must do this or is yeah. it really like, oh wow, we're, we're really just all playing the puzzle pieces and we're really just trying to figure it out. You too, huh? You're, you're, you're trying to figure out how to make this work. How do you heal the planet when we keep being outside all of a sudden we're inside and the planet is healing? Mm, yeah. Plot twist, you know? So, <laughs> so I think that spiritual bypassing is again, it's, it's bypassing what's happening. So using spiritual practice beliefs to bypass what is occurring. And I think right now we can easily get lost in that. And instead, it's an opportunity to look at that, to, again, to look at the body, look at the mind, look at the emotions, look at the spirit, because without one, we are not whole. You know, I think a lot of folks that are having a difficult time right now is because one of those pieces of ourselves aren't being looked at. Um, and this, you know, comes from my studies of different practices around the world, but specifically honoring uh, Native American uh, culture, specifically the Plains, Native American uh, Indians that looked at um, the, Native, uh, the Native American medicine wheel as a way of looking at the world. And, um, you know, during this time, I've been looking at, again, where what am I eating? What am I doing for physical activity? What am I doing to nurture my mind? What content am I bringing in? That's another big piece. I think right now folks are overwhelmed with content
2: mm-hmm. and
1: they're starting to realize I don't need this content. I don't need to see this, all of this stuff on the TV and all of this news. My brain is not designed to do that. It's, it, you know, that's one of the reasons why looking at a tree is more healing than looking at a television. You know? mm. So it, it allows us to slow down and to be here. So, so spiritual bypassing, again, is, is something definitely for, for folks to look at right now. And it's something that I looked at a couple of weeks ago. Um, because I was in a place where I was like, all right, it's just, it's just gonna be okay. It's gonna get figured out. And then I'm like, well, maybe I should get a mask too, and maybe get some hand sanitizer, <laughs> you know, and, and maybe wash my hands more often and more thoroughly. So, so yeah, I think um, again, it's an opportunity. It's been an opportunity for me, and I think it's an opportunity for us to look at that piece of ourselves as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, what I was hearing you when you were speaking was. Um kind of just the main difference was, you know, spiritual bi- bypassings, like this certainty of, oh, universe, God, whatever that word is, will figure it out for me, and I'll yeah. just continue to believe in it, right? But what you followed it up with was questions. It's that curiosity yeah. that takes you inward and, and bringing you to looking at, as you kept saying, looking at, looking at my body, looking at my mind, looking at my spirit, uh, and, and going inward and asking the questions rather than just oh, it is certain because really all this is, is, is an invitation into the unknown. Yeah. Don't, there's nothing certain here. And I think that's, I think that's what we're all being revealed right now is that nothing is certain that has been true this whole time,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> but we are really being invited into the mystery of the, of the unknown. And how do you enter with questions like you, yeah. you proposed. And I think that's really beautiful. Um, yeah. There's I think acknowledging
1: difference. that the the great whoever again it, I think is the great whoever great whatever be it be it science be it mm-hmm. god be it allow whatever it may be be it nature is 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 gifted us that opportunity to question you know yeah. to well what what does this mean what 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 is what is what is happening right now what am I being invited to you know living a life of inquiry rather than a life of certainty you know one of the the greatest teachings I've ever received is is knowing just how much we don't know
2: (laughs) yeah and
1: and even in that lack of knowing that is okay like right now you know I think one of the things that are making granting people some anxiety is it's like well we don't know what I don't know what's going to happen next and one day the the news says this and the next day it says that and you're right it's like but it's always been that we've never known you know things can shift right you know right now my family. Before the call started, my family. You, you'd ask me about my family. My family in Puerto Rico. Um, you know where I lived for a, a portion of my life. They're going through everything. They're going through there with you know just as the rest of the world. And then here comes an earthquake. Yeah. Who knew that was going to happen? Who, yeah. who called that one?
0: And that know? happened in Utah a couple of weeks ago too.
1: Yeah, it, yeah. It's like so. It's just a matter of being like, hmm, okay, so what do I do with this? And, and how do I shift and 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 being open to. The question being open to the inquiry, without desperately seeking for the answer. I think when this began for me, this shift began for me. I was def- desperately seeking the answer. Mm-hmm. What do I need to do to be okay? What do I need to do for those that I love and care about so that they can be okay?
2: Yeah.
1: And it's become more of a surrender and an acceptance, and of the uncertainty. To hmm, okay, what can I do right now? You know, what what can I what can I do today? Um, that, can be a, that can be a shift, because that's what I have. I have today, I have right now. And was, that's, that's, that's all I can work with.
0: Yeah, and it sounds, just those two, you know, where you were before of asking more of concrete questions, like with concrete answers, I guess I would say, with that certainty, but now it sounds like it's shifted into more of a spaciousness of, you know, okay, I don't need to know the answers right now, but what can I do right now and expand beyond that. It's
1: more expansive. And it's, it's, it's more expansive, and um, it's 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 allowed. You know, again, I keep coming to that word opportunity. It's allowed the opportunity. It's yeah. allowed the opportunity. It comes back That's to, true. you know, self cultivation. Like, what am I doing so that I can grow? What am I doing so I can be well? Um, and what I'm being called to do is be open, be surrendered into the question of. Yeah what happens today? What happens now? What can I do now? What can I do today? What are some consistency that I can do the best that I can with? You know, there's some uncertainty with regards to my full-time work right now. And so, you know, when I became aware of the, the, you know, the uncertainty, I had a conversation with my wife. It's like, okay, so, we're gonna step back a little bit when it comes to you know what we're expending. And I think again, it comes back to you know, I said earlier about the health wealth relationships, looking at all aspects of ourselves right now, it's an opportunity, you know, folks right now are anxious because of health. Um, They're anxious because they're not able to connect with people they love. And they're anxious because of their finances, like what is this gonna mean tomorrow financially? What is what is the world gonna look like tomorrow? Um, And again this has always been the reality. Mm -hmm. You know, the the birds have been watching us like, dude, I've been seeing you doing stuff and I've been trying to tell you with my songs, but you just can't get it. (laughs) You know, I was having this joke with my friend the other, like, like they've been singing for a while. We're just noticing them now. Um, But it's, you know, something up somewhere has been like, yeah, I've been trying to tell you this is, this is what's happening. And so we ha- we have this opportunity to look at things differently, and, and that's what I'm that's what I'm diving into the the inquiry, the surrender, um, the opportunity of what is, and not the need to hold on to certainty, which which is a very natural humanistic um, uh, reaction. You know, our, our brains are designed to be safe. If not, we wouldn't have survived. Our ancestors yeah. would not have survived. Yeah the one that survived the one that said, I need to get out of, out of here and run away from this line is the one that survived. And that's kind of where we are. You know, our central nervous systems are in a collective mass scale way being activated. And so I've been working to practice mindfulness, practice yoga, um, you know, run mindfully, eat mindfully, breathe, um, you know, get sleep, um, Ensure that I'm putting healthy foods into my body so that I'm not adding to that hyper stimulation of my central nervous system, so that instead I can be present and that action of surrender and awareness can happen. Because if you ask yourself questions, right? If somebody's out there saying, Well, girls, I'm asking all the questions, but I'm not getting all the answers, and I'm like, Well, maybe <laughs> because you're freaking out right now, yeah. we, we need to do some physical stuff right now again. So, nurture the body so that you can have some clarity of mind. And then notice what your emotions are telling you. Is there anxiety there um, that can be softened with some breathing or some practices or, or limit the amount of coffee or whatever it is you're taking? Not that I have anything against coffee. It just came to me so that you can notice what the answers come up for you in a spiritual perspective. And again, I use spirit as whatever it means to you. I tell people like, whether that mean be God or where that be, you know, science, the, the spirit for me is that piece that we don't know. We don't understand. Yeah. It's just, it's just a higher or deeper level of human understanding. We haven't gotten there yet, you know? Um, and there's a lot of folks out there trying to prove and, and demonstrate, and I'm like, that's great for me. I just know that there's so much out there that I don't understand. And so that for me is how I define spirit, the great unknown, the the great whoever, whatever, um, that, that allows me to receive answers to these inquiries you were talking about earlier after I've nurtured body, mind, and emotions, not the other way around.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, and who's to say that there's one, right? There's this one thing, unknown thing. There might yeah. be yours. Yeah, as you said, spirit can be many different things. It can be science. It can be God. It can be fairies. It can be <laughs> angels. It can be, it, you know, who's to say it is or it isn't?
1: Yeah. Um, I remember being a kid. I'm so glad that you mentioned that. I remember being a kid, and um ninth grade in puerto rico and our science teacher was very very devout christian very old school you know you will burn if you do not and she was teaching us science one day and i don't remember the lesson at all but i remember the Mm -hmm. teaching and i remember asking her how are you you know able to teach us science when you're you believe in in this higher power this higher control nice. and she very very kindly compassionately and a very grounded way said you know well there's many pieces to this and there's there's much we don't know and and i i almost feel like she said something along the lines of god is science and science is god you mm-hmm. know that that's that's the the that's what I'm hearing reverberate in my mind right now. She probably didn't phrase it that way. Right. Um, and that's at nine years old, I don't know how that not nine years old, but in ninth grade, I don't know how that entered my mind, but I know that the, the overall message was there's more to it. And you know, it's, it's a part, both of them are intertwined. Um, just like that tree is, is a part of me. Um, it's a part of you. There's this symbiotic relationship that is occurring. Um, and you're right, I think the Vikings would beg to differ <laughs> about, mm-hmm. about there being just one. And many belief systems around the world would, would differ that there's just one, there's many pieces. You know, in Hinduism, when I started practicing yoga, I got concerned because I'm like, oh, is this, is this taking me away from my original beliefs? Mm-hmm. And is that okay? And and what I came to understand is um, it's there's different ways of looking at oneself in, in these practices. When we look at Ganesha and all these other other um deities. It's really just a different way of looking at ourselves and our lives. Um and it just brings me back to the inquiry. You know, right now <laughs> it's a very different way of looking at ourselves. You know, we're 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 inside, we're indoors for the most part, right? And those that are outside in protests, they're looking at the world differently. You know, we're yeah. all being called to see things differently. And you know, I remember somebody and I think it was last week when the protest started, they were like, Can you believe these crazy people? I'm like, I don't know. Who's who's to say? Maybe we're the crazy ones, you know, maybe, yeah. maybe they know something we don't. Maybe that person in there. Their central nervous system is being activated in a very different way, from a very different place, from a different experience um, that I don't have. You know, again, I'm very fortunate and privileged that I can have this conversation with you. This is a luxury. I'm sitting in front of a computer in a safe space looking out at trees waving in the wind after having had breakfast. Hmm. Not everybody is having that right now. Um, There is somebody, a very powerful teacher, uh, and you may have noticed I don't like to say who or what or when. Um, but there's a powerful teacher that i practiced with recently. It was a mindfulness practice. And the individual said, you know, right now is the time to give things away for free. And my mind was like, eh, there's some hungry people out there right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, when I was asked by, by somebody to do the alumni mindfulness session, I asked if individuals being paid for these sessions. And it's like, oh, we can work with you if you want to get paid. I'm like, no, no, I'm fortunate. I have a full time right now, mm-hmm. but I want to make sure that the other Ayurvedic teacher you're going to bring on and the other yoga teacher you're going to bring on, yeah. please know that folks are, their their finances are, 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 are being affected right now. Yeah. And so again, it's just like looking at things differently. It's not all encompassing. So to say, when I heard that, it's like, well, everybody needs to give things away for free right now. Like, I think we all need to be a little bit more compassionate, even more so than before. We need to look at love for each other even more so than before. But we also need to acknowledge each other's needs. And so I'm very aware and conscious of my my privilege in this world as a male, as a Latino male in 2020, with, with education, being able to do these things with you. Um, grant me certain gifts that another person may not be able to have. And so when I look at the difference of perspectives, the protest, the frustration, the anger, the fear, I'm like, well, Everybody's going through something different right now and I think I think for me to choose a side is not going to be helpful. Yeah. Instead I think I I think it's more of service to to say hmm I wonder why they are protesting. Yeah. <laughs> you know rather than I can't believe it. And this is not me being on a soapbox. I just think again coming back to the theme that seems to be occurring for us cuz again you said what's the theme? I'm like I don't know, we'll go with it. And it seems like we have a theme, you know, Um, going with the theme is like, this is an opportunity. It's an opportunity to see what comes up um, for, for us with regards to health, wealth, relationships, how we connect with spirit, how we connect with ourselves, how we practice self-care and how we self-cultivate. Yeah. It's all an opportunity.
0: It is. I mean, when you were speaking about the protests, I also, I'm thinking just of how it, it does seem to be very dualistic of Okay, we have these people who are privileged. We'll use that word that you were saying, privileged, and life is different, but hasn't really been that dramatically affected. And then we have other people in like another group, right? And they're reacting in a way different way. And that's you know lots of different different types of, but we have these two camps, I would say. Yeah. Um, and it's what we were speaking of before we got on here uh, was this how this pandemic pandemic is actually really quite perfect and that it is affecting literally everybody on the planet in some way right we are all experiencing it in some way of the fear and the anxiety of you know fear of death fear of illness fear of financial instability you know all the all the things that we all know very well but then it is it's really bringing up individually our own our own past traumas or whether Mm -hmm. it's this life or previous lives or however you want to look at that generations that you've inherited in some way it's really quite interesting and so I think that is what's happening is that we're looking at this like are we going to look at it in a dualistic way or we're going to look at how we're all connected here in some way Um, because we're all experiencing this in some way and on all every single human on this planet is experiencing this in some way
1: yeah in some way somehow and you know you used the word perfect what came to mind for me is like the perfect storm Mm -hmm. um, where there is some destruction but there's also water that's going to bring life and you know and there's things that need to be looked at it's like it's like a a storm is uncomfortable it's not so great but at the same time it's doing something so you're right it's just not getting lost in a duality is very important right now and um and i mean it's always been important but right but but now is an opportunity to look at it you know one of my my favorite memes is of jesus on a mountain and, and there's people around him and he says love each other and then you see people say but what about if they're a different oh, yeah. you know party and what if they're republican and what if they're this and what if they voted this and what if they drive this kind of car and what if they're focused on money and then it says did i stutter you know like just yeah. love each other like that's yeah. the main teaching From the beginning, all these teachers—you know, Mother Teresa, um, you know, uh, Gandhi, uh, Buddha, um, you know, Dalai Lama, um, um, Jesus—they've all been saying one thing: it's kind of like, "Hey, be nice to each other, be kind to each other, love each other." Um, But what about this king over here? He's he's a person too. But what about this queen over there? Yeah, she's a person too. Um, You know, like just kind of work it out. And I and I think that's that's where it is it's it's an opportunity and and I think I think again um, with you know an infection it gets it gets worse before it gets better I think things have gotten really really convoluted in 2020 and 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 you know again anybody from any time period could say it's always been challenging it's always been different I taught a yoga class one time I, I remember vividly um, inspired by a friend that was concerned about uh, giving birth because of the world right now and bringing a child into the world. And I made a comment. I'm like, the world has always been chaos and mm-hmm. somehow humanity has figured it out. Somehow we found the way parents have found the way when there was nothing, we found the way our bodies, our minds, our brains are designed to adapt. That's how we have survived. And right now we're being called to adapt. And I think, I think the greatest opportunity we have right now to adapt, is to let go of some of that duality um Mm -hmm. phoebe you know let go of some of the they against us Mm -hmm. this belief system versus that belief system this ethnicity versus that ethnicity this level of privilege versus that level of privilege um i think it's an opportunity for us to look at all these subgroups of humanity and find some kind of way to be like oh you too me too. You know, there's this yeah. there's this practice of amelioration called nonviolent communication, and one of the things um, that it emphasizes is looking at the humanity in each other and being like, dude, I totally disagree with you, but there's gotta be a way here. There's gotta be this path that we can walk with each other. There's yeah. there's gotta be this way. You know, um, you know, I joke that you know my wife was raised. Um, from a very distant culture from mine. But the constant for us has been love. You know, I, I remember once taught, I once taught a, um, a group yoga class, a couples yoga class, excuse me. And I had folks look at each other and say to each other, you know, what, what it is that they love, uh, why they're with each other. That's what it was. And I looked into her eyes and I said, I don't know why I'm with you. And she started cracking up. She's like, that's so romantic. I'm like, no, really, I don't my heart does hmm. my love does it's not logical this this isn't logical but I'm here because of how much I love you how much I adore you is that if I would have put it on paper as an engineer and I would do calculations <laughs> and, and calculations and look at the algorithm it doesn't quite make sense but there's mm-hmm. something deeper there right there's yeah. there's this deeper reality there and it's again that's you know, a lot of these things don't make sense. Why do some of these trees break rocks when, they, when they're when they pushing their roots down? How is that even possible? Does not make sense? Why is it that, you know, um, this world is going through what it's going through right now? It doesn't make sense, but there's something deeper there. There's a deeper calling there. There's a deeper answer there. Um, there's a deeper way there. And just as you and I and our friendship, I don't think, at least from my side, there hasn't been an animosity of like, well, Phoebe's not working with me on this project right now, or (laughs) how come Phoebe hasn't come? It's not been that. It's been more like, yeah, and we'll get there, and we'll meander again, and there'll be the answers that we need to receive. And I think that's the same thing with the spiral. That's the same thing we're being called to right now, that we're meandering and we're seeing, you know, we're we're, we're being called to stop trying to make sense of it and instead be here. You know, I said to you before, that when I was in the grocery store recently, I was feeling anxiety and, and, and nervous and I'm looking around and people have masks and they have gloves and mm-hmm. there's signs, walk this way and don't walk that way so that you're not, so that you're always six feet away from each other. And I felt this anxiety and I paused and I breathe, and then I said, and my feet are on the ground and I'm here. Mm-hmm. And then I continued walking and then when I start to feel the anxiety again, when I noticed there weren't any eggs, I'm like, and I'm here, my <laughs> feet are on the ground, I'm here. Um, you know, and and being open to that calling of coming back to this moment, coming back to this gift that somehow, some way, those of us that are here are here. And I will honor and I will acknowledge there has been a great loss, right? There has been an enormous loss. I will not take away from that. Yeah. Humans feel, humans suffer, humans are feeling, humans are suffering. There is grief occurring and this collective consciousness that we're having in the world is leading us to anticipatory grief, which is we're feeling a loss for something we don't even know what we've lost yet. You know, yeah. we, we don't know what may be lost and we're already anticipating that loss and we're feeling. And so it, that's why I say it's okay to be here now and not be there now and then just bring yourself back because... Like grief, it's it's an unexpected uh, emotion. I remember teaching a psychology class and a student came up to me and he was one of those guys, New York guys. He's like, yo, man, you know, you're really smart. You know, maybe you can help me understand, you know, my girlfriend's dog died and I told her, it's just a dog, you know? So maybe psychologically you can help me explain to her. And I'm like, nah, <laughs> I was like, nah, dude, you're, you're dealing with my grief. You know, like <laughs> grief is unexpected, uh,
2: unplanned. It's, messy.
1: it's, it's yeah, it's the emotion that needs to be held. And he's like, so you telling me, like, I need to just be there? And I'm like, yeah. And he's <laughs> like, but what do I say? I'm like, you don't say anything. Yeah, just you just that. be there. Yeah. And he came back the next week. He's like, "It's like, yo, it worked. I put my hand on her back and she felt better. And, like, it worked. I'm like, <laughs> and that's, that's where we are right now. Yeah. Like, we're, we're all experiencing this this collective grief, this anticipatory grief. And it goes up and it down. It goes up and it goes down. And it, there, it's anxiety and it's sadness and it's fear and it's loss and it's anger and it's yeah. frustration and it's happiness and it's joy. And that's the human experience. And, and that's where we are right now. And that's yeah. where I feel it's it's worth surrendering for all of us. If there's one message I could have on this call, um, on this 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 episode, is is to to just be with what is right now. Um, to not need to make it like if you tuned in today and say all right wh- what is the yoga tip that I'm gonna get it's in my what can I do to stop anxiety now the message really I think my heart is, is asking to share with everybody that's listening is to just be with what is be with what is and with each other in the best way you can um in the best way you can be it zoom be it be it in sadness be it in joy, be it watching something together on tv um, be it finding an app where you can play games with each other but just being with each other because i think now more than ever we're seeing that's what's necessary that's what's needed being yeah. with you on this call is so healing for me right now yeah. it's, it's it's you know it's it's such a gift and i think i think that's what we need right now to just just take a pause and be and see what comes up yeah. see where the puzzle pieces end up fitting you never know who, you know, I think a lot of opportunity for entrepreneurship is coming up right now. Uh, there's a lot of ingenuity coming up on how to connect with people. Um, and I think we can look at that for ourselves as well. Like, how do I connect with spirit? How do I connect with the body? How do I connect with my body, my mind, and my emotions?
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. We could just talk all day Juan Carlos. But what you were, you were speaking of grief, it's so interesting because it is one of those Emotions that we, I mean, is it emotion? Yeah, it's an experience that we have, mm-hmm. I'll say, yeah. that has all of those fear, anxiety, joy, yeah. but there's no real arc, right? When we're angry, we can see an arc Yeah, of anger, yeah. we can see an arc of joy, but we can't ever see, there's no predictable arc of grief. Mm -hmm. And it's really quite interesting that we are all experiencing it collectively. And the other thing that was sitting with me is that in Chinese medicine, right, grief in our body, our body is a map of emotions, if we can look at it like that. In Chinese medicine, they say the lungs are grief. Mm
2: -hmm. And
0: how we are dealing with this pandemic that is Mm -hmm. mostly attracting, you know, is um, attacking the lungs. Yeah. And it's really... an. interesting to see how we are experiencing grief as you said and we're feeling it in our body that's what the manifestation is in our body is mm-hmm. this lung um virus virus in our lungs yeah.
1: So yeah but so there's 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 a philosopher i don't i don't recall the name but there's this ph- there's a philosophy that says that all we humans are doing is trying deeply to forget that we're gonna die
2: mm. <laughs> that's, that's-
1: like that—that's. I remember hearing it and I had to pause. It was one of those things that you hear and you're like, oh, wait, 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 hold on. Wait, what? what, are like,
2: no, <laughs> then, wait, what?
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> and so
2: Shit. Yeah. I heard, I heard
1: <laughs> that and it really resonated with me because if you think about it, oh, well, 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 no, I'm working because I need to feed my family and I need to do this and I, I'm doing it for a deeper purpose and I'm, I'm doing it because I'm praying and I'm honoring and. And i'm watching tv to distract and i'm eating these foods to feel good and i'm exercising to look good if you really boil it down it's all really a distraction from this reality Mm -hmm. that we're here and then at some point we become aware Mm -hmm. we become aware that this isn't going to last for me it was 1989. when i realized that 1989 was going to become 1990 I feel like that was the moment that I lost my, my human innocence, you know? And
0: let's just put that in perspective. How old were you then in 1989?
1: I I feel like I was five. I feel, I don't know. I was born in 1983, 84, 85, 86, 87, 89. Yeah, I was five.
0: Okay. I love yeah, it. So,
1: so at five for me, I remember, I think, I think I was in a class, some, some kind of class and they were celebrating, you know, you know 1990 is gonna come it's, it's, it's gonna happen new year is gonna happen and I didn't understand them I'm like no 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 I just learned 1989 that's that's <laughs> our year 1989 stays that way and I had all these questions as a five-year-old like what does this mean like yeah. things are gonna change things are gonna shift and so at some point in all of our lives we realize this is not permanent mm-hmm. none of this is permanent and I think there's this subconscious I'm not saying that is life right but this Philosopher gave us an opportunity to think about this. Yeah, um, it, it gave it, it gives us an opportunity to think. Okay, uh, I can accept this reality, or I can constantly become distracted in it. And I and I think that, you know, right now again the 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 thing right now, right now, right in these times, in these times, these difficult times. That's what all of us are saying, right? Um, but you talked about feeling the grief, the lungs. Ooh we're always experiencing grief. Mm-hmm. We've always experienced loss. The moment a, a healthy human mind has the opportunity to see impermanence is a thing, we begin to experience loss. Be it loss of a job, be it loss of an expectation, be it loss of a relationship, be a loss of a friend, be it loss of a life, yeah. um, there is loss. And now we're all going through it at the same time mm-hmm. it's that's beautiful. the weird thing when all of this began i started calling it the weird period in human history because yeah. technology has advanced at a level where we're immediately connected with everybody mm-hmm. when 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 other plagues were happening people in china didn't know what was happening in spain right. they're, they're, they would find out months later or weeks later or years later if at it's all, all, all happening now what was that
0: i said if at all
1: if at all, right? And now it's like, no, no, we know, we know all around the world, you know, some nations, some governments are denying things and are saying, oh, no, we don't have this problem here. But we know it's happening collectively all around the world right now. And so there's, that has led to this collective loss, this collective grief, this collective anticipatory grief, this collective, again, opportunity to see things, to look at it, you know, like, I remember one day I was hugging my sister. Um, no, no, she started speaking. Yeah, actually, one of my sisters I was hugging, and she was like, "Well, let me go, let me go. I'm gonna start crying." I'm like, "No, no, it, it's okay to cry." And, and she was like, "No, no, no, not, not gonna do it. Let me go, let me go." And it wasn't even anything bad. I just hugged her because I was like, "Hi, good to see you." And she was like, "Let me go." And you know, my other sister, we were having a conversation, and she went somewhere. And she was like, "But that's enough. I'm gonna say that's all I'm gonna say there." I'm like, "No, no, I'm your brother. It's okay. It's safe. Come on." She was like, "No, no," and you know, the wall went up. I think right now we don't have the luxury to let the wall go back up.
2: Mm.
1: None of us. Yeah. We, we, we have to look at this reality. We have to look at this impermanence. You know, again, when it all happened and I said to Sophia, for so long I've been telling people, remember to breathe. This life is one and precious. That's my email signature. Remember to breathe. This life is one and precious. We only get this, this breath, this life, this moment. And now I'm like, oh, I need to see that too.
0: <laughs> you know, like, oh, let me live that. Yeah, <laughs> let me not just me, tell me, people.
1: Yeah. Let me yeah. let me really look at this, and yeah. it was scary, and it was in, it caused anxiety, and it caused grief, and it caused yeah. fear. But like you said, you, you know, it, you know, it's in the lungs. It's in the grief is there. We've always feeling this. Excuse me. We're currently feeling this. We always have. We're just looking at it now from a different, deeper perspective in a different way. These conversations have taken place. They've taken place in different languages. They've taken place with different accents. They've taken place between different individuals. Um, But we're just living this human connection, human condition in the best way we can right now, as we always have. And now we have an opportunity that we never had. We never had this moment to reflect. And I hope, I hope we don't miss it. And I hope we don't miss this opportunity.
0: Yeah, me too. Uh,
1: you know and, and and I hope that there's a percentage of, of us that see things differently. I, I don't even want to say the right way. I, I'm very much yeah. steering away from that. I, I, I hope we see things differently. I hope that as the frontline protesters are saying, "Dude, are you serious? You're putting lives on the line?" Yeah. that they are seeing, "Oh, these people are scared." Yeah, I, I hope that they, they are seeing all oh, the people that are protesting that we need to open up. They're feeling something, and I hope that the other side sees it as well. Of course, this could be an idealistic hope, right? But yeah, but I think it's worth looking at. I hope that we continue to stand for what we believe in, but we honor each other. You know, my wife and I, different cultures, different perspectives, we honor each other's perspectives, but we stand in our our in our truth you know and and i think that is something we all collectively have to look at right now
2: yeah that it's
1: not it's not the wrong way it's not the right way it's just the human way and we're doing the best we can yeah and and of course we need to be smart about it we need to be taking into collateral collateral lives into consideration collateral well-being whatever that means but Be it for humans, be it for the planet, be it for animals, you know, be it, be it, etc., etc. You know, we only get one of this
0: that we know know. of.
1: (laughs) That we right? I was about to say that I looked out the window and I said that we only get one of this, and then I thought that we know of that we know of. Who knows what happens tomorrow? I don't. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Oh my gosh. Okay. What else? Is there anything else? I feel like we <laughs> could talk all day long. I told my grandma to be quiet for an hour.
1: <laughs> my grandma's sweet. We're, She's so funny. We're going
0: on for almost two. I love it. That's how it goes when we sit down and talk. I love it. No, seriously. It's a turning, you know? Yeah, I love it. The turning of leaves, as you said. We're coming back around to it to find the gems. I yeah. feel like we found a lot of gems here.
1: I hope so. I hope, yeah. you know, I hope that what I do is of service, that what you do is of service. And I believe that it may be to at least one person out there. You know, you yeah. know, right now, I, I saw this, this graph that said, look at how the flu spreads, and look at how coronavirus spreads. Mm-hmm. You see how it's, it's exponential, right? Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm looking at it from a positive perspective. I hope that the, the work that's being done, the good work that's being done, is, 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 is spreading in an exponential way. Yeah. I hope that tomorrow when all of this shifts, right, when, when we get back to a new normal, because it's going to be a new normal. It, it is a new normal. Yeah. When we get to a new normal, that we still honor frontline workers the way we are right now. Yeah. That we still have them in our mind that we honor and protect the elderly the way we are now because i think if there's there's many things that have come up to the surface one of them is ageism and how prevalent it is around the world Mm. and it always has been right but but there have been cultures there have been societies that have truly honored wisdom and with consumerism we've lost that honoring of wisdom we've lost the honoring of the elders and the elders have lessons to teach us Uh, the, the elders have words to share you know I really thought my mother was going to be freaking out and she's been she's been very grounding for me and this has been the first time I've, I I want to say in my life that I've seen that groundedness from her mm-hmm. where she's kind of like yeah this is life you know mm-hmm. we'll figure it out and I was like what who who just <laughs> said that you know um, but there's wisdom there that yeah. I think many of us have missed and we've forgotten and, and and I hope that when all of this shift happens, when all of the the shifting happens and we get to that new steady normal, the con- new consistent normal, that we maintain these pieces of ourselves, that we maintain self-care, that people don't say, oh, great, now I don't have to do workouts and I'm just going to go back to eating cake all the time, you know, or <laughs> not saying that, right, but that's yeah. what everybody's doing, but, yeah. you know, but, but that people are honoring each other. That people are saying, see. hey, I care about you. I did this then by being six feet away from you but i'm going to do this now by holding the door for you i'm going to do this now by, by paying for your groceries because it looks like you're having a rough day or by buying your tea um because yeah. it looks like you're a great father you know um i i hope that this shift leads to a an exponential again i'm not going to say everybody on the planet right because that's too idealistic and we need that we need that 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 We need the yin and yang, Mm -hmm. you know, we need the balance. Mm -hmm. We need the people that say, you know, Jesus needed the naysayers. They were, they played a role. Jesus needed Judas.
0: Yeah. To go back to the cocoon, right. You need the resistance for the wings to have the strength to fly.
1: Yeah. It's, it's a part of the story. It's a part of the human story and Mm -hmm. there needs to be there, but I also hope that this exponential, um, honoring and, and caring and compassion and empathy shifts. I hope that when people leave their homes on a consistent basis, they pause and they're like, oh, it's so good to be outside. Yeah. And that they don't forget that a month after, you know? Yeah. Like I was listening to an episode a podcast yesterday and they were talking about how when it comes to um, consumerism, when we buy a thing, it takes about t- six to 12 weeks, no matter how great it is for the average person to kind of like forget about that happy feeling they get. So, you know, I buy a new computer. I've been wanting it for a while. Six to 12 weeks, uh, I'm going to start forgetting how great it is. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be in the background. Experiences last, a, you know, a little longer, but they dwindle as well. Yeah. My hope is that we really take this experience and we gather we gather the young around, the young generations, they gather around. There's a time where we had an opportunity to be nicer to each other, to love each other. Yeah you need to do the same thing, you know, yeah. honor your elderly, um, be kind to each other, buy groceries for the person down the street that may not be able to go out on a frequent basis. You know, these basic things that have been taken for us from us for us to look at, you know. And you know, and and from the other side too, there, there's a healing happening to the planet. I, I can't ignore that. I, you yeah. know, the science is there. They're they're showing these animals are thriving. This nature is thriving. Pandas that were not mating, and I think it was in Hong Kong in a zoo, oh. were not mating. All of a sudden, they 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 mated, and they they have a they have a child coming. Oh, wow. Child. <laughs> they have a baby panda on, coming <laughs> on the way. You know like that's yeah. thriving. I think yeah. they were like, now that we finally have some privacy, let's get it on. It.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, we are really the only species on this planet being negatively affected if we're supposed to categorize it. Right. Uh, yeah. All the other animals are like, yeah, let's party.
1: Let's yeah. thrive again. Yeah. yeah. The, the other, a couple of weeks ago, it was, yeah, I, I, I was walking outside with my wife and I was feeling anxiety and I paused and I'm like, do you hear that? She goes, what? I'm like, the birds are like having a party. And we stopped and we listened for a while. And I'm like, I'm walking around thinking of this catastrophic reality and being lost in it. And they're having a party right now. It's
2: like, it's
0: Tuesday. Yeah,
1: exactly. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. This is what Tuesday
0: always looks like for us, Juan Carlos. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, Did you, did you not know? It, It goes back to that, you know, recording them my my group did like don't you know what's going on but yeah. you know that it's there you know so yeah, it's been i hope i hope this podcast is of service to you to your listeners i hope I that so. it means something to folks i hope that they make their way over to my website when carlosom.com yes. j-u-a-n-c-a-r-c-a-r-l-o-s-o-m.com um, i'm going to be posting some videos on there soon um, i've been inspired to create um and i hope that you know we can continue to do the work that we're doing um, which is connection and community that's something you do really well something I've always admired and respected of you that you have this innate ability to bring people together and 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 not in a self-aggrandizing way not in a look at look at the people that are following me around it's more so like look at the good that we're doing yeah you know look at look at what we've been able to accomplish you know look at you know look at what what is taking place right now before the podcast started you know before you started recording i asked you know where are you with your mbt you know 109 what, what is happening yeah what, what is going on i haven't been able to experience it but i see that you know the shifts have been occurring for you as well
0: yeah there have been a lot of shifts that have been occurring you definitely want to come and experience it come experience it Sam. yeah
1: I know you're doing it online. I got to check it out one yeah, day soon.
0: I'll send, I'll send you some information about it. Yeah, I thank you for that. I, I am so grateful that we had Nomad in that respect, because Nomad is very much creating this community of you know possibility and opportunity, as you said before. That's sort of the, the thread that's been going through our talks. And I'm so grateful mm-hmm. that we already had that established for this time and space. And it's, um, it's been very anchoring for me to have that. It's shifting and changing every day. Um, you know, Movement 109 being within that umbrella of nomad. Uh, but I'm just so grateful for the, the people that we had, the energy that we are rec- already created, even though you're not physically present in it, your, your energy, your spirit is always there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that has definitely, that has definitely helped um, for me personally, but also for our entire community as a whole. And I think the more we can, we can just continue to show up for each other, whether it is through a podcast and and sharing what's going on in our own lives so that people don't feel alone if they are physically alone in their own homes or if they're in a family dynamic that they feel a bit alone and, and lonely within it. Nobody kind of gets them or they don't have that time and space to reflect like we're doing. Maybe this will, as they're driving to work or... You know going for a walk they can hear our voices and feel a little bit less alone in that mm-hmm. respect uh, and then all the other ways that, that we create this this connection you know I'm grateful that we can have it I'm so grateful that you're a part of it and have been a part of it
2: this whole time
1: I'm honored to be part of it, and I look. I hope. I hope to be on the episode. I have a lot of hope. I just realized. We I, all have I, hope. I hope it's good. I hope to be on another episode. Oh, I hope we'll do That it. we can do this again.
0: I mean, it um, only took us a year and a half to get you on this one. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see I you know. in another year and a half. It's cool.
1: <laughs> life and, and life is so so fascinating. It's just like not now, not yeah. now. Okay, now. Yeah. You know, like and it's that's just, what, but
0: that's always how it's been for us. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was the
0: first time we met. You know, oh, it's just not going to happen three years later, I think. Yeah, yeah. something like yeah. that. Oh, now's the time. Yeah. Podcast, yeah. I think we even sat down. We did. You and I sat down and talked about doing a podcast together.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, for, yeah, for we Nomad. did.
0: and we talked about it through yeah. Nomad. And now here we are two, three we years later. We have to schedule and everything. Yeah, here it is. So we're doing it.
1: <laughs> yeah, you said something, and I know we're going to be closing soon, but yeah. you said something about you know my spirit being there even though i'm not there i think that's a very important piece when it comes to looking at this transpersonal
2: yeah.
1: existence right or there once there's, there's a once there's a connection um, be it labeled as negative or positive mm-hmm. that's always going to go somewhere so so by that i mean like my ancestors are everywhere I go. Your ancestors yeah. are everywhere you go. Your experiences with me are everywhere you go. I bring a little of you and your teachings and your experiences with me everywhere I go. Um, and, and I think that it's, it brings me solace to know that even when I'm not with the individuals that I, I'm, I love and I'm not connected with them, um, be it because of physical distancing or because they've um, transitioned or because of their physical life has transitioned, um, there's there's still a part of me you know that that yeah. that, that saying this there's, there's a little part of me everywhere you go it's like yeah there really is and 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 that's good and that's and that's okay you know I'm, I'm, I'm still there you know um, we're still there in somehow some way being brought into the world in somehow some way um, and I think that yeah, as people think about loneliness and what that means to be lonely, either physically or or mentally, or feeling that loneliness. Lon- loneliness is a very painful um, emotion. You know, we talked about grief a little bit. We talked about the arc of anger, but loneliness is a very painful e- experience because it's a very empty experience, and humans don't like empty. Um, and it's also a confusing experience um because it's kind of like why why do i feel this way right Mm -hmm. and and i think that reminding ourselves during this and all times that that spirit that essence of each other is always there um and is brought forth in everything we do um can 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 grant us solace can can grant us a gift you know I think many of the teachers that I've experienced, you know, that's why I'm very careful to say, I didn't get this from here. I didn't get this from there. This is not mine. These aren't my teachings. Yeah. This is just stuff that I've learned along the way. Just like my ancestors learned along the way, just like people that i have interacted have learned from me and, and you and, and, and whatnot. And so I think, I think that's a good place to close. Um, if you're open to closing. Yeah. Um, that, I mean, that... I'm
0: not, but I am.
1: <laughs> what, was that? what was that?
0: I said, I'm not, but I am. Yeah.
1: You know, we can keep talking, but I know we, you know, you want to close the episode, but I think that that spiritual connection, just knowing, Hey, they're still there. You're you're still there. And, and, and again, it's, it's woo, you know, somebody, Oh, I don't want to make it. Somebody told me recently, I don't want to make it too woo woo. Like, yeah, it's, it's woo woo, but it's also, it's also scientific reality. Like the water that Christopher Columbus drank, I have drank at some point, you know, the, the air that, um, you know, Frida Kahlo breathed, I have breathed at some mm-hmm. point. Like, all of this is recycling. It's, it's going through the atmosphere. We're still connected in somehow, some way. Even if it's just gravitational pull, yeah. we're still connected. And now, again, going back now, is the time that we see this connection, that what happens here affects what happens over there. Mm-hmm. And what happened over there is going to happen and affect everybody everywhere. And so having that solace of like, hey, you're not alone, there's somebody there, Uh, it's very important because mental health is a very important aspect that our society has ignored for a large period of time Mm -hmm. that we are very much looking at now. And as people are feeling lonely, as people are feeling grief, it's very easy to get lost. And as somebody who lives with a mental illness, I, I, I honor and accept that that is very much the case for a lot of us out there. And so... I just wanna echo and drill into people's brains, hearts, and spirits right now that you're not alone. Yeah, We're here, we're connected somehow, some way, we're there.
0: Oh, yes, so true. You're such a gem.
1: Thank you. Thanks for training Thank, the gems. <laughs> yes,
0: turning, well, turning the leaves to discover the gems. Is that what we started yeah. with? Yeah. Turning
1: the leaves. Thanks for turning the leaves. Turning I the leaves you.
0: to discover the gem of Juan Carlos.
1: Thank you very much. And thank you for creating the space. Thank you for being you and true and authentic and creating the space for what comes in and for being open to what comes next. Thank you. And know that I too am part of your spirit and your realm. So if there's a call or a phone call or a text or a zoom call that has nothing to do with podcasting, and you just want to chat, know that I'm here as well.
2: Oh,
0: yes. My heart is always out there reaching out, letting you know that, I'm here, you're there, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you.
1: Thanks, have a great day.
0: Thanks, you too. I hope you enjoyed our time with Juan Carlos. It's always such a joy to sit with him. We could probably talk for days if we had the opportunity. Uh, But yeah, we'd love to see you in practice, our morning ritual practice every day, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And yeah, come join us. Go ahead and check out where and when at nomadalwaysathome.com and we'll see you there.